glory to God. Welcome to Walker Ministries. My God. Well, we believe in one new man in Yeshua, Jew and Gentile. My goodness. Praise you, Lord. The complete covenant. Praise you, Father. Amen. Hallelujah. Can I just stand with you for a little bit? Glory to God. Always. Always. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, we worship God. He's a awesome God. There's no word to describe what type of God he really is. His glory covers the earth. His presence is everywhere. His love is uncomprehensible. We can't comprehend the love of God. The power of God. Who can stand against it? There's not an adversary of God that's worthy raise its head up against your warrior, your king, your God. The fire of God. Purifies all unrighteousness in man. What sin can hide from the light of God? He said, there is no sin that's hidden from him. There's no secret that you can withhold from the eyes of God. He said, lo, I'm everywhere. firstborn of the dead that went before you. The might of God. Cause us to be victorious. When you think you're, you can't win there's no way out. His banner is over you. That says you are one. We give you an everlasting declaration that you're winning. Wherever you go, that banner is over your life. And your worst trial, that banner reminds us that yes, your God is God. He said in your worst affliction and persecution and in your weakest moment, I whisper the Holy Spirit, my comforter that I sent to you to remind you that even in this, 
I shall show myself strong. Just be conscious that I am God through it all. Through it all, he says. Through it all, all what you're dealing with, all what you're experiencing. He said, through it all, still proclaim me as God in your life. When you don't see victory, still declare, I am your God. And I shall manifest myself in your event, in your situation. I will manifest myself if you allow me to be God. Amen. Oh, when all else fail, I will manifest myself in you and through you and around you. That your God is truly God. When your enemy raise up against you. He said call upon me. Send forth the banner. The cry of victory to your God. And I will hasten to your call. I will hasten to the believer's call of faith. I'm a God that's called, he's there. I'm a God that's called, he's there. Where do you need for me to be Celeste? He said, I'm a God that's called, he's there. I'm just that kind of God. I'm a God above all gods that's been thought to be gods. <laughs> I will show myself strong. You are my rock. You are my stay. die. He says, I am your stay. I am the stumbling block of the unbeliever. But I'm your solid rock of your foundation. Amen. And for this we say, all praise to Adonai. All praise to Adonai. Will all blessings flow? All praise to Adonai. Will all blessings. You may rest in the presence. Of our God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verda, you just need to know how 
to approach your God. But all adoration, respect, and honor. Amen. Knowing that he's God. It changes everything in you. It changes everything. Everything, God, that's in you. I can't come to him with baggage. I can't come to him with my worries. I can't come to him with my aches and pains. I have to come to him knowing that he's simply God. Uh, and the glory cloud then manifests over you. We experience his splendor, his mercy, his grace, and his power. Glory to God. Adam, there's no one like you. There's no situation that will cause me to bow before it. And yes, I will die for him because I've already had. My life is not my own. So I bravely enter my affliction rejoicing. Amen. Peter said, I'm not worthy to be crucified like my Savior. Right. Crucify me upside, upside down. Today's teaching entitled Unlocking the Unseen. Unlocking the Unseen. We have to come to a place to where we really decide to get connected with God's presence. Amen. You have to connect with God's presence. We've been connecting to personalities, the spiritual leaders. You've been mm -hmm. connecting to spiritual leaders, personalities. That's right. what you've been connecting with. Amen. God says it's time that you connect with his presence. No Amen. longer a person's personality, but his presence. He said when you connect with his presence, you disconnect with your need. Right. Again, mm -hmm. when you connect with God's presence, you disconnect with your need. That's what the song was saying today. Just now, when I connected with the presence of God, I was not conscious of any need. It, automat it automatically disconnects any needs, concerns, or woes that you may have in your life. Huh. We have to understand the age that we're in. And the age that we're in is that we're in a perilous time. That's right. 
And what is a perilous time? A perilous time is a perilous time of darkness, of the supernatural. This is what's going on now, perilous time. But we as Christians are finding ourselves conforming more and more to the world. We conform to their ways, and we call it church. Say that. We conform to their ways of speech and call it the word. We are conforming to their parties, and we call it we're celebrating Christ. We are conforming to the world so we cannot connect with the presence of God. He's calling us to pure righteousness, people of God. Amen. And he says, there's no hidden sin that he doesn't see. There is no hidden sin that he cannot see. He can only use those who are pure in heart. You have to decide to live a life of purity. Stop explaining and trying to justify living unrighteous. Say that. You have to decide today to live righteous and serve your God or go all the way back into the world and serve the God of this world. It's very dangerous to play God to play on the different side in two teams. That's right. Touching out the unclean thing. We have to really come from among them. This is why our life is still in shambles. This is why when it comes to our minds and our hearts and our emotions, it can't be stable because we are playing church. God has called us to a place of maturity in our spiritual walks. This is why many are called, but few are chosen. And you have to decide, really, what is my whole purpose of my relationship with God? What is your purpose of your relationship with God? Who's prohibiting you from having a true relationship with God besides yourself. Unlocking the unseen. This is why you can't experience the supernatural. Because you're still living a natural life. You're still thinking natural and expecting supernatural outcomes. Going back to the age that we're living in. Age of darkness and it's creeping in and settling in in your lives and you are unaware because you cannot discern the ages that we're in unlocking the unseen which is the supernatural that's inside of you your relationship with God is supernatural why do we find it 
almost impossible to connect with God. We put up our hands, we say words, but the connection with his presence is not there. The restoration, the revitalization is not there. The renewing is not there because there's no connection with the presence of the true and living God. So how do we connect with God? First of all, one, you have to come clean with God. Don't come clean with me. Come clean with God. Amen. You have to decide, one, come clean with him. Everything, how you've been thinking, how you've been acting, how you've been dressing, it all speaks and communicates who you really are. How you dress, how you speak, how you interact with other people. Communicate who you really are. Your life should be changing the backslider and the unbeliever. The way that you talk, the way that you dress, the way that you interact should be changing people around you towards God. And if it's not, and I'm not talking about, oh, I invited people to church and they didn't come. I'm not, I'm not talking about that. I'm, I'm talking about your life changing other people. If they never come to walk in ministry, it's not about coming here. It's about coming to Christ. Amen. Amen. Are you causing someone to stumble because of your life? They're looking for Christ and they see you and they stumble because they heard that you're supposed to be a believer. How do we connect with God? When we find ourselves that we're disconnected, there's some natural things and there's some supernatural things both that we have to do. Sometimes just stop and take a deep breath. Inhale, then exhale. Third, read the word of God out loud. Some simple things. Because when you're disconnected, you don't want to read the word of God. That's the last thing. Read the word of God out loud. And don't put it down till you feel a change in your inner man. Amen. Your spirit. It has to be a change in your inner man and contact with the word of God. Now the word of God becomes alive in you. Say his name. <laughs> Abba, Father. Come on. God that does wonders. God that giveth to all men liberty and freedom. A strong tower from the enemy. A sun and shield. A sure foundation. A very, a very present help in trouble in time of need. So when you're saying his name, you're saying all of the things that expresses who he is. Mm -hmm. You're saying you're a wall of fire round about me. 
your witness, the Holy Spirit that testified that your word is true to me. Say his name. Call unto me. Sing him a love song. Now that right there. Sing him a love song. And you've made up words for someone that you love. Now express your love to him. Six, pray a heart's cry prayer. It has to be a heart cry of help. I need you, Lord. It has to be a heartfelt prayer, not in an emotional state. But my heart is attached to the words that I'm saying. This is how you connect to God. We're talking about unlocking the unseen. So let's turn now to our foundation scripture, which is Second uh, Corinthians 4, verse 17 through 18, the complete Jewish Bible. Again, Second Corinthians chapter 4. Verse 17 through 18, complete Jewish Bible. For our light, for our light and transient troubles are achieving for us an everlasting glory whose weight is beyond description. We concentrate not on what is seen, but on what is not seen, since things seen are temporary, but things not seen are, are eternal. eternal. Now, this is a very familiar scripture here. And again, unlocking the unseen. This is something I don't believe the majority of Christians have done. To unlock the unseen. We've been living off of emotions, Pastor, when it comes to the word of God. Yeah. We've been living off of running and jumping natural bodily senses. exercises when uh, it natural comes to exactly the word of God. Yeah. Natural, using our natural, natural senses. senses. And we have not implemented our spiritual Jesus. senses right. because we have not been trained how to unlock the unseen. Our faith is unseen. You can't touch it. But it's there. And I'm going to use an example before I really break down our foundation scripture. It's when it comes to recognizing and seeing the unseen. You should be able to see a person's life and see the word. Amen. Those who are believers. I should see, Jay, in your life, Fredlina, the word of God. I should see the word manifest. Not a house, not a car. Mm -mm. Because an unbeliever can do that. But I should see a scripture be manifested before me because I see you. Not God. <laughs> Say no. Come on. I, I want you to know how the unseen become the seen. How if I cannot look at you, Adam, and see the word of God become life, I don't see Christ. I should be able to see, Rocket, the word of God in you be manifested. I, 
pastor, come on. I know you would be. I should be able to see, Dina, the word of God become life, reality, before my natural eye now. The truth. The, the truth. word of God, come out of the unseen and then manifest. And I see it with my natural eyes my because God. I see you. I see the word. I now have contact with the, with the word. word of God. The living word. The living the word living now word. have manifest himself mm -hmm. when I see you. My goodness. That's what he said on Tuesday. Many, uh, many other afflictions of the righteous. He said, you should see me in that scripture in your life. Because he says, I am, I'm in the word. I'm, I'm in the word. I'm, in the I'm word. there. So when I see you, Star, hey. and Holy oh. Spirit is so good because as I was doing my study, this, this scripture is for everyone. But being she was there at the time, I said, Star, I said, God loves you so much that he has dedicated this teaching to you. But it's for all oh. who would receive it. Amen. And so when she was praising earlier, and she was saying, my God is God. My God is God. It's one thing that, because we've seen people praise the Lord, die, and they scream, and they shout, and they run all over the place. But it's a different thing when I can see now the word on you. Not the flesh. I see the I see the word on you. And then the word spoke back to me. That mm. was on her. Sure did. It's supernatural. But you have to be able to see spiritually to see the word. That's right. Other than Send that. me. I, I I have to see spiritually to see the word. That's right. And so what we see naturally is that she's screaming and she's shouting and she's laying out. But I begin this, what Holy, thank you, Holy Spirit. What Holy Spirit is doing now in my teaching, he's allowing me to see, see the revelation that manifests of the teaching before I teach you. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. He's allowing me to see my teaching come alive before I teach it. Uh, that's been happening for a little while. <laughs> so when Star was praising and she would say, my God is God. Holy Spirit says, I'm there. That's right. And what she's working, she's working a law. I'm going to let you know what, what is happening. God loves you all so much that he'll pick one person You're supposed to, to be go one. through to let you see. something for everyone. He, choose, he, he has chosen you as a sacrifice for the people of God. The enemy puts it out so it's public, what you're going through. See, the, Cindy, the enemy always wants to embarrass you. He wants you to feel ashamed, really. Yep. So he, he puts you out. Condemnation. See, so what he thinks is that he put you out before everyone so you're going to be embarrassed. And your God's not going to show up. But he don't know he's setting you up on public display to be glorified. Amen. She's just the willing sacrifice. 
So what the enemy has done, we know it all works for our good. Oh, is to them put love you them. on public display of what's going on in your personal life. And of course, she's saying, how much more can I take? And even though she's questioning it, but I go back to praising. And something else happened. How much more do I take? And I go back to praising. And how did something else? And how much more? And how much more? And I praise and I praise and I praise. But what she's working, see, is the law of accumulation. She's working a law of accumulation. And it's a, her prayer and her praises and her worship keep accumulating. They keep accumulating. And I'm going to show you what's happening. Because once the enemy put you out public, because the scripture, the teaching from Sunday before last, Heaven's Court, and this one here, if you guys don't get this, no, you're going to get this because you need to get this. Because what God is going to do, everyone has seen or heard about your personal affairs, your life, your events. And it's for this purpose that God be glorified and that they see all of the affliction and persecution. But then they had to see all of the glory. <laughs> Second Corinthians 4, 17, 18. For our light and transit troubles are achieving. Oh, it's yeah. achieving something for you. Mm -hmm. It's achieving for us an everlasting glory. glory. Not a not a not a temporal glory, an everlasting glory. It's achieving something, and it's achieving glory, and it's going to bring you honor and abundance in also wealth. This is a complete Jewish Bible. Whose weight is beyond description. We, concent we concentrate not on what is seen, but on what is not seen, since things seen are temporary, but things not seen are eternal. See, this, see, what you're going through is temporary. But what God's going to put on you is going to be eternal. He said, this glory, see, your affliction Many. is achieving glory, Many. honor, well, that's how you're going through it. See, but you got to accumulate praise and worship because that's a law, a law of accumulation of all of your praise and all of your worship and all of your praise. See, and we say that I don't see no, I don't see a breakthrough. I don't see nothing changing. But but you got to keep praising, got to keep worshiping because you're working the law of accumulation. So when he's, and that's why I said, I said, praise Adonai, where all blessings flow. So now you're, you're going to cause all of the honor and abundance. He said that the weight of 
the glory and abundance and wealth that's going to be poured out on you. He said, you can't even describe it. That's if you can believe it. There's a mystery in the supernatural. We talked about that. It's something difficult or impossible to understand or even explain. So we're still trying to understand naturally the supernatural. That's impossible. Can't explain it. Wow. Oh. And we talked about ignorance. It being really, it controls your unbelief. Not knowing controls, not knowing the supernatural, not being acquainted with the supernatural controls your unbelief. And so this is why the word of God says, my people perish for the lack of knowledge. So if you have the lack of knowledge that puts you in a place of unbelief, because you, you don't have the knowledge, the supernatural, not the information. You have the information because you heard the teaching. But you don't have the knowledge of what's been taught. So of the supernatural to, to take hold of, to understand, to comprehend, to live it, to perceive it. Wow. Ah. <sighs> We have to operate in power. We have to operate. And when we operate in power, that means you're in the presence of God. And when you're not in the presence of God, that actually means that you actually compromise for the supernatural to be lifted up. So when you're not in the presence of God, you compromise the supernatural to be as a covering to be lifted up off of us. You can't compromise with that you have to connect with God because if you're not connected with God the supernatural is lifted up off your life That's right. because your relationship is supernatural and we're going to get there amen man pursues and discovers things but the supernatural mystery pursues you we pursue things. You want to discover something. You, you got an idea. I want to do this. I want to do that. He said, but the supernatural pursues you. Dark and light. Go ahead. Dark and light. Supernatural. The enemy pursues you. Okay. <laughs> God doesn't want to remain a mystery to us. He wants to make himself known. And he's done that through his word. And so we should know his will, know the mind of God, so that we know. Key word, that we know. That we know. We need to know the mind and will of God. Amen. Question is this. What is the unseen? We're living. The word of God said you must live by faith and not by sight. So what is, we haven't even stopped to even ask really, what is the unseen? Does it really exist? Because that's how you got born again, by the unseen. 
That's very good. Why is the supernatural a mystery? Why is it hard to explain and to comprehend? Really, I, I need you guys to write that question down. Why is the supernatural a mystery? See, first of all, it's, it's a mystery because the supernatural doesn't begin in what you can see. It doesn't begin. It doesn't begin in what you see. It begins in the unseen. Then it ends in the seen. The supernatural begins in the unknown. Until it's known. Supernatural begins in the unknown until it's known. Going slow. I got about five minutes. Um, can I get about excuse me, eight people? Let me count. Seven, eight. Okay. Yeah, I need to, sometimes there's need to be some demonstration. Um, turn to Hebrew 11, uh, verse 1. And I have a few moments. I'm just going to try to um, in here. Yes, please. Hebrews. Hebrews 11.1, 1. now faith is the assur assurance, the confirmation, the title deed. Hold on a second. I, I need uh, King James. Okay. Thank you. I'm sorry, I didn't request that initially. We're going to Hebrews 11, verse 1, King James. Amen. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Stay in there. Keep. Hold on to it. I want you to read it slow. Now. 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 Okay. So you are now. I want you to know your name is now, right? So now. Say now. Faith. Faith is, right? Faith is. Now, faith is the substance, the substance of, mm -mm. there we go. Now, mm -hmm. faith is the substance, the substance of things, of things hoped hope for, for, evidence of things not seen. Now. Faith is substance of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen. So what, what I'm saying here is that the supernatural works like this. What we're thinking of now, because we talked about the, um, we talked about now, we talked about 
uh, time, present, past, and future. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen. That's your name, right? Now, faith is substance of things not seen, hope for, evidence of things not seen. What we go to are looking for is the things instead of the now and how it operates. Because what faith does, it has a progression, just like the accumulation, the law accumulation. It has to accumulate. So while you're praising and you're worshiping, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen. It starts at the end, not seen, not seen, not seen, not seen, again. Because we have to know how the supernatural works. Now, faith is substance. So you're looking for and waiting for substance. Always. But that's how they teach you. Of things hoped for. And hope causes, hope causes, hope causes. It causes evidence. And the evidence is the thing. Not seen. <laughs> Again. <laughs> supernatural has to, you have to understand the supernatural. I'm not going to move from it till you all get it. Now, faith is substance of things hoped for, causing the evidence of things not seen. Mm. Accumulation, there's a law that works. Faith has a law that works in it. Praise and our worship causes the now, causes now faith is substance of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen. But there's a law of accumulation when it comes to faith. I just want you all to see that. You can have a seat. You see what you have to do when it comes to hearing and perceiving the word of God. And how many times you have to repeat it to get it. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. See, hope causes evidence. It causes evidence to come about. Well, hope is assurance. 
which causes you to keep praising That's God. Right. Amen. Right. Because you know. You're in hope because it's assurance. Faith allows you to see what's not there. But it's really there. Faith allows you to see what's not there. Now, faith is. See, you have to, faith causes you to see. Yeah. It's an unseen tool in the natural, in the spiritual eyes. It's an unseen tool that causes you to see what's unseen, to bring it out of the unseen to the seen. And we're, we're brings this to the inner man. The inner man is what allow you now to bring what's in the unseen to the seen in your imagination, in your image, in your knower. Sometimes you just know something. You just know something. You feel something's going to happen good for you. You just know. It brings it in your knower. It brings it in your heart. This is where you live in your heart. This is where things grow in your heart. It brings it in your heart and it takes root. And nothing that no one can ever tell you will change that. Because I often use the example when it came to my promotion at my job and I requested a 4% four, 4% increase. And that's not something you can, you can even request because the max you can get or request for is a 2%. And so that was outside of HR guidelines. But my God, there's no limit to my God. So it could be outside of man's control. But when you can see in the spirit, your, your inner man, your knower, see, now you can make your request known because you're not just talking. You're saying what you already know to be true. And so I can now speak these things. I'm not trying to work up my faith. This is my faith. Faith allows you to see what's not there. Without faith, you can't comprehend or understand the supernatural, nor will you ever achieve anything because we doubt and we walk in unbelief. Now faith requires an accumulation, which we talked about. Uh, wow, okay. We're kind of at our time, huh? Wow. Wow. Okay. Ephesians 1 10. Dana. Oh, you can go there, Dina. Ephesians 1 10. Glory to God. Ephesians 1.10, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times he might gather together. Stop. Fullness of time. With regard to the fulfillment of the time, that the end of history, he's requiring at the end of his story, his story, at the end of his story, at the end where he was at Calvary on the cross, his story. Go ahead. That was a fulfillment of time. 
Hear me now. When Jesus was crucified on the cross and he said, it is finished, that was the fulfillment of time. Go ahead, man. From the day and before you were born, that was a fulfillment of time. What he would have for you, Rhonda, it was already done when he said, it is finished. There was a dispensation of time to where it ended. To where everything that you think you're waiting for in the future has already happened. Because it's the end of his story. So there has to be a fulfillment of time and a season in your life start to where now God says time has come to an end and it has to now reward you, manifest, show itself unto you, reveal itself unto you. It brings everything together. It brings, it brings all these things die in your life to where none, none of the dots seem to connect. None of the part of your life made any sense. And you're trying to figure it out and want to get an answer and why am I doing this? Why, matter of fact, even now, why am I here? I thought I was probably doing something else in my life. He's saying that, he said, I'm going to connect the dots for you. Mm. <laughs> you don't have to ask any more questions because you always have these long lists of questions that he said, in my appointed time, he said, I'm going to reveal to you all of these different events and why they happen is going to unfold because this is the end of his story, which is going to reveal your story. He said, you're reading and understanding from time and not from its origin. Go ahead. He said, you're reading my word and understanding it from time, from how time is measured. He said, but you're not understanding time from its origin, where time came out of, okay. which is me. Okay. He said, I had to, I had to appoint and give you something to measure life with. He said, but the origin of time, <laughs> which I have, he has basically, <laughs> my eyes, you say this, Holy Spirit. Time is inside, it's in my control, he says. Time is in my control. And it's when my appointed season in your life, it's when I appoint you to be able to do X, Y, <coughs> and Z. Not when you decide it's time for you to make a decision or a choice in your life. He says, when I decide, he said, you, you're un not understanding time from its origin. Where it originated from. Why am I experiencing this? When is this going to be over? It's already over. When is it going to get better? It's already better. He looked at it the end. He looked at the beginning at the end. The end in the beginning. It's all done. It was already done on the cross. He said it's finished. Oh. He requires the end from the beginning. That's right. Before it started, it ended. Your life. <laughs> Original language says this. 
Now faith is the reality of the base foundation where hope is standing in the reality of everything that really exists, and it is the control over the things we don't see. For uh, Hebrews 11.1, one, I'll give it back to you now. This is the original language in how it's supposed to be read. Now faith is the reality, reality <laughs> of real. the base foundation where hope is standing in the reality of everything that really exists. And it is the control over the things we don't see. Keyword, faith is the reality of our base foundation. And from our base foundation is where hope is standing. And faith, hope is standing in the reality of everything that really exists. And our hope is what controls, it controls, it's control over everything that we don't see. Our hope is controlling everything we don't see. Our hope is controlling everything we don't see. Whatever you're hoping, that's controlling what you don't see. So you got to be careful what you're hoping. Be careful what you're thinking because that control what you don't see. I'm always going through something. So you're hoping you're always going through something. And it that's seems like you, you always are going through something. Because that's your hope. That's your hope. That's what you're saying. Mm -hmm. That's your hope. I can never seem to get it right. It's always happened to me. That is your hope. Thus it manifests. And it's standing in the reality of everything. There you go. Your hope go ahead. is standing in the reality of everything that really exists, but you don't see it. It's what really exists. Your hope is what really exists. Your hope is what really exists. Your hope is what really exists. You have hope and that God called you to be saved. Your hope is the reality of your salvation. Your hope is the reality of your salvation. That's why you believe you're saved. Hope calls you to do Romans 10 9. Mm -mm. What? Time requires the future for maturity. But then the supernatural faith begins. And what man calls future. There's no need to wait. But we seem to be waiting on God. Waiting on him to move. We talked about his um, being finished. When we operate in our nature. Reason is absent of God. When you reason. It's absent from God. When you start to try to reason to make sense of your life, it's absent from God. Our first response should be a righteous response. Our first response should be in our hope response. That is your real reality. Ah. Colossians 3, 2. 
I've got about three minutes here. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. Set your affection, your feelings, your emotion, your love. Mm -mm. Set your desires, your aspirations. Set that on things above, not on this earth. The word set means this, to put, to place, a point in order to bring something forth. Set means to put. Put your mind and your affections on things above. Place your heart in the word of God. A point, put in order your mind and your heart towards things from heaven. Not on this earth. You have to set your mind beyond. You have to set your mind beyond the earth. You have to set your mind beyond your situation. You have to set your, your, your heart and your mind beyond your experiences here on this earth. You have to see yourself past your events. You must experience the presence of God to be connected to the supernatural. I'm closing. You must connect yourself to God to experience the supernatural. Because if you don't connect yourself to God, you'll be disconnecting yourself from his presence, from his glory, from his power, from his might. And then you'll be connected to your needs. You'll be connected to all what you need, all what you're going through, all how you're feeling. This is why it's so important to be in the presence of God. This is why you should, no matter what's going on in your life, you should always press into the presence of God because there's answers to your situation. There's definitely peace. There's definitely a sound mind. There's direction, there's guidance, there's insight, there's wisdom for your life. And wisdom is simply insight that you don't have that's from heaven, that's able to guide you into all truth, not making any mistake, absolute truth about your life, not making mistakes, but making the right choices. So I really pray that today that you have somewhat of an insight on unlocking the supernatural, unlocking the unseen. And the way that you do that, that's through faith. Faith is the, I told you, it's your learner. It allows you to see the unseen. Faith is not the thing. It's the accumulation of your praise and your worship and prayer. It's the accumulation because in, in the book of Revelation speaks about how God collects all the prayers of the saints. That's right. And, and so if he's collecting them, for what purpose? There's a law that you have implemented. And it's a law of accumulation. And now there will be an outpouring of favor, abundance, wealth, honor, and glory. Amen. Amen. I mean, hold on. Pray that the word of God richly has 
change your life and give you a clear direction and focus on how to live. But most important, God is saying that you have to connect with him. If you're not connected with him, then you connect it. You connect with the adversary. By default, you connect with the adversary. Amen. 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 You can clap. Key word is connection. So you gotta have a storehouse. Amen. I'm just saying, y'all got a storehouse of praise and worship? Do you? Mel, you kept reading that scripture. You kept saying connected. You said something about somebody in here. You said about being connected. Y'all remember exactly what that was you were saying? That somebody was being connected. I said somebody was being connected. Matter of fact, was it Cindy? Somebody over there. It was Star. But Mel had a scripture in there, and it's so good. And it keeps talking about that connection. And she started off a whole teaching on being connected to the presence of God. And then you're talking about the unseen realm. Yes. The seen realm. And in Colossians 1 6, it says, Because in connection with him were created all things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, in connecting with him. Amen. He said, You can't enter in nor see the kingdom. That's right. Unless you are born again. The kingdom is supernatural. Even when it comes upon the earth, it's still going to be supernatural. supernatural. Not going to be like what you think it is. But he said, whether it be in heaven or in earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or lordships, rulers or authorities, they have all been created through him and for him. Yeah. But the key word is connection. I mean, just right there. I I think I was saying to Star, I, I saw when she was praising I saw the word, because when you're connected to God, you're able to see the word on people's lives. Who, as a scripture, you see a scripture being lived out. Amen. You, you, you experience a scripture just by a person's life. You can be just blessed by a person's life who are living according to the statutes of the word of God, because that scripture has come alive before you has manifested itself. And I saw a law that was working and is working in her, and it's the law of accumulation. And so definitely, no matter what you see or what you hear, God says, stay connected to my presence. You have to, because he tells you right there, because in connection with him were created all things in heaven and on earth. You're on earth right now. That's right. Amen. I'm just saying, your life is just, you have to be connected with him. Amen. You get to see him, see his power, see his glory, experience his power, experience his glory. And you won't see the calamity. You won't see the tragedy. You won't see the affliction. And this is what he's trying to get you. You're going to go through it, though, but you won't see it, no feeling. Remember Tuesday, we're telling you how we stay knitted close together. So when the impact comes, Star, we're holding that with you. So it doesn't just come to you. It's spread over the load because we're connected. Because guess what? It's just your turn now. Tomorrow it's going to be somebody else. Amen. My goodness. Y'all enjoy the word today? Have you grown spiritually? Are you full? Do you need some more? We got plenty more. My goodness. Well, I want to thank you for coming out today. Uh, you got a, a new person?
Antoine.